Support for this podcast comes from ClickIQ. ClickIQ is an automated job advertising platform that uses the latest AI and programmatic technology to manage, track and optimise the performance of your recruitment advertising in real time. Spend is focused, where it's needed the most, to reach both active and passive job seekers across Indeed, Google, Facebook and an extensive network of job boards. To find out more about ClickIQ, please visit www.clickiq.co.uk. That's www.clickiq.co.uk. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 166 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Employee advocacy is something I've seen used very effectively to promote employer brands and solve recruiting challenges. Despite its effectiveness, though, it's still not a widely used technique in talent acquisition. So how do you use employee advocacy effectively? And how can technology help you? To help find the answers, my guest this week is Andrew Seal, CEO of Cubist. Cubist work with a number of companies on employee advocacy for talent acquisition, and Andrew has some great insights to share. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Andrew, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Thank you very much for having me. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Could you tell everyone a bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, great. Um, well, my name is Andrew Steele. I'm the CEO of Cubist, uh, and I've been involved in the internet in the early days. I, I was an editor at AOL back in the dot-com boom, if anyone can remember that. And almost by accident, really, I got involved with online communities, forums, and chat rooms, and things like that before you know this. The idea of social media was even uh, thought of, really, before the idea of Facebook. Um, and you know, when I when I was uh, editor there, I was, I was managing partnerships with companies like you know Lastminute.com and Expedia, which obviously are common knowledge now. But those days, they were in their uh, first first few months of um, of being. So it's very exciting times. And later, I then went on with this experience to set on uh, Key, which was a social media agency. Um, one of the things we did, you know, we managed social media for clients in Saatchi and Saatchi, and, and, and brands like Hagendars, which was great because they uh, gave us free ice cream. <laughs> and um, one of the things they started us to, to do when we were managing their their online communities on Facebook was was to identify their advocates, the people who were talking about them, you know, and really supporting them on social media. And they wanted us to start building a relationship with them. So we quickly saw that you know this is quite hard work and hard hard work to do. You know, trying to manage lots of people on a spreadsheet and those relationships and conversations. We thought, wouldn't it be great if there was a was a tool to do this, and this is where we came up with the idea of Cubis, which is our advocacy platform, which I'll tell you a little bit more about later. Um, but this idea of kind of customers talking about it quickly evolved into employee advocacy, and this is something we've really seen in the last two three years that more and more companies are really interested in how they can work with their employees to become advocates for their brands, and the, and the reason that's sort of emerging around this is really about. You know, they're, they're seeing the trust in advertising is falling and particularly social platforms are making it harder and harder for brands 
to get their content to be seen by the audiences without, you know, having to pay for a significant amount of advertising. I and mean, this is, you know, due to the changes in the algorithms and, and things like that. So it's kind of whirlwind kind of journey, really, from from the beginning to to where we are now. So, um, you know, I think this, uh, uh, the, you know, this concept of employee adv- advocacy is absolutely fascinating, and I think there are some really interesting um, implications for for recruitment, which we can kind of come on to and talk about um, a little bit later. Um, b- before I do, though, could we just sort of dig a little bit more into, you know, in, into your platform? Could you sort of tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what what it is or what it actually what it actually does, just to just to position it for people, because I know that lots of people listening will not be familiar um, with these types of platforms. Okay, so so Cubist, what what it is 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 an advocacy app. And this is all about making your recruitment marketing work much, much harder by utilizing resource, which is right under your nose as a brand. And that's that's your employees. Often kind of underutilized in the past, Cubis as an app can be given to all, all the employees in a company, wherever they are, whether they're in store, on the road, in the office, wherever it is. And it essentially creates informed, engaged and influential employees by empowering them to share content on their own social media. So it means they can they can be prompted to share content and they can share it onto their own Facebook page or their own LinkedIn page or Instagram, whatever it might be they use, um, but they're sharing it as themselves. So it's a message that's coming from them rather than from the brand. But it enables the, the, the brand to bring their employer brand, you know, their recruitment marketing to life in a very easy and simple manner. So how, how does this work? So it's, it's focused on two areas, really. It's, it's, it's all about making it really easy for employees to, to share content. So it makes it easy and it makes it rewarding. And it's designed to make them feel really confident, kind of become expert sharers, really. And it does this through nurturing them. It gives them content which is relevant to them, whether it be in what department they're in or you know, what region they work in or what their expertise is. It reminds them with notifications, it provides support if they're struggling in any way. And it also rewards them with, with, with gamification. So it has ways of um, rewarding success through, so if they're generating engagement themselves by, with their audiences, they can earn points. And those points can be translated into you know, leaderboards and badges and other forms of recognition, which people really get into. And on the other side of it, it, works, it really works for brands because it enables them to quickly scale their employee advocacy because you know one of the challenges is an individual employee may uh, on average have say around 800 across their social media platform so on their own they're not going to you know, change the world but once you combine those a number of those people you can suddenly start making a huge impact on a, on a brand's reach and that's where the app really comes in it brings together and combines lots and lots of employees to make a big difference and the other side of it is for, for for brands is it enables them to measure the impact of what they're doing. Again, something that's been very hard in the areas of, you know, sort of uh, um, influencer style marketing to generate, you know, to, what the impact is having. But this can uh, feed back the level of reach it's achieving, the level of engagements and the level of clicks. So I think what, um, you know, what I find interesting about this, this, this space is, um, you know, there are some obvious, um, you know, uses for, for recruitment and, and employer branding. And we can sort of talk more about those in a second. But, but that's not why, um, uh, these kind of platforms are developed in the first place, is it? You know, employee advocacy, um, you know, that, that's, that's, that's something that's sort of, um, 
that that's that's fairly well established in uh, um, in in lots of companies. I mean, could you um, could you talk about it from a non recruitment perspective? Because I think it's important that people get the context that um, you know this is actually um, you know something something that that that, that already exists, um, and it, and you know this is about sort of looking at how we can extend it into recruitment rather than something that's been created for the purposes of recruitment. Um, absolutely. I, well, I think the idea of um, your employees generating word of mouth of a better brand and talking about a brand, as you say, are well established. And this is something that's been working in the areas of obviously in sales teams talking about um, their brand and, and sharing high value content that's been extended into marketing and where many people are able to talk about um, their brand and positive things and connecting their audiences into that. And that's naturally moved into um, recruitment, which is, you know, using many of the techniques marketing now to generate you know, and share um, their employer brand and generate you know a unique position for their brand in the employer recruitment space. So it's it's, it's a natural evolution, really. And you know, again, in, in recruitment, the idea of referrals is something that's been around for a long time, getting employees to generate referrals. But it's now shifting that into a into a social space, which is not just people talking directly to people. Um, you know, in person, but it's actually extending that um, and utilizing the networks of, of employees to, you know, hugely extend the reach of those um, the messages and, and, and conversations. So what, um, you know, from the uh, the brands that you, you've been working with on this and the things that you perhaps observe from the, from the, from the market, what, what are the sort of common recruitment challenges that you think this approach um, um, addresses? What's happening is, you know, a lot of companies are coming to us and talking to us about what they are. You know, we have talent acquisition directors, HR directors, and so on, who who are facing a range of recruitment challenges, um, and are very keen to see how employee advocacy can help tackle them. Um, because, as you know, you know, for many industries, recruitment is a, is a uh, getting good talent is very, very competitive, and it, it's a game changer if people can get this right. So it's very important, and I think people are finding it more difficult. And one of the areas I think these days uh, is particularly challenging is how you recruit the best people. And often, the best people aren't, aren't actually looking for jobs. And if you tie this in, tie this in with the idea that, in general. Trust in advertising and people are trying to avoid advertising, you know, particularly digital advertising, as much as possible. Um, you know, people are using ad blockers and just ignoring adverts. So if you people aren't seeing, you know, the messages that that brands want to get across about their, you know, their employer brand and their recruitment and so on, and particularly people aren't directly looking. So direct connection with a person through, you know, as a friend or a follower, where there is, you know, trust already established. Um, is a real opportunity to meet some of these challenges. Another, another challenge is include, you know, how do you recruit more di- diverse range of talent as well, and how do you reach out to people beyond the the, the, the usual suspects? And again, employee advocacy is something that can can help uh, in that space as well. I think you sort of you talked about this a, a little bit, but it'd be good to kind of explore it further, just just in terms of how it works in practice. Because um, you know, I know that the from the the clients that I work with, when they're looking at um, you know trying to sort of mobilise um, employees to do to share content, to do social media outreach. Um, uh, for, for for recruitment, uh, very often the biggest problem is getting people to participate 
or getting people to participate co- consistently um you know how you know how do you kind of overcome uh, how do you overcome that problem because that 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 seems to be um the the thing that's stopping uh c- companies doing this at a kind of a um you know doing this at scale well i think one of the things we've been able to do as a business and our as a team and our experience is we've been working in social media for a long time um for you know on behalf of brands as an agency previously um you know we've, we've learned a lot about what works in social media and what how how people engage and on the other side we've, we've done a lot of work in behavioral change and how you um change people's behavior through kind of nudging them through and supporting them um through a through a process so you combine those things we've, we've going to put all of that into into ebist with the focus on essentially achieving sustainability so it's exactly the thing you're talking about is how do you get them on board and how do you keep them doing it and we do this through um we're kind of nudging them through and making making them confident and expert sharers really and this is done through a combination of um as i said earlier i think so so prompting people to do things giving them relevant content which is really personal to them so it's not just a kind of feed of stuff that um, you know, kind of very general, and it's not it's not not relevant to them. It's it's giving them content which is the kind of content they would share naturally because it's all about making them feel good and look look good in front of their followers and friends. So it has to be relevant to them, um, but also supporting them if they're struggling. You know, we're there to nudge them through. And as I said earlier, it's it's about the kind of gamification, rewarding, and it's getting that kind of progress feedback. And I think this is a key a key motivator in, in people moving forward is they know that they've done something and they're getting feedback on how well that's worked. So, you know, the level of engagement they're achieved or, you know, whether how that's helping the company, all those different things. I think they're actually key to anyone um, doing this in a sustainable manner. Um, what we're finding is for many of the brands we're working with is, you know, they're not rolling it out to everyone all at once. They're rolling it out in phases. And, and they have people, you know, there's a waiting list of people trying to get on and be part of this because people really find that, you know, being invited to be part of the business and helping it grow and then getting feedback and, and recognition for doing so is a really, really big motivator for people. I mean that makes um that 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 makes perfect sense actually and I'm sure everyone can think of um uh you know can think of uh, times that uh, particularly social media has sort of motivated them motivated them in that way. Um do you have sort of any case studies or examples of um you know real life companies who are who are doing this in practice and seeing uh seeing some interesting results? Absolutely. So let's take one of our um uh, retail clients who are John Lewis. Um We've been working with John Lewis now for nearly a year. And they came to us, the challenge they came to us was really about, uh, you know, dealing with the, the challenges, you know, uh, bricks bricks and mortar stores, you know, real life stores have against the digital e-commerce giants and competing with those, both in marketing and in recruitment senses. John Lewis have, have, have particularly, said that own employees as the, their greatest attribute against the likes of these these big digital companies and that's where Cubis they saw Cubis as an opportunity to to empower their their staff to you know to showcase the human side of, of the brand um, and then increase the reach and the authentic kind of engagement around it with their uh, with their partners and, and customers or between their partners and customers yeah one of the one of the exciting things about this is, is um paula nichols who's the managing director of john lewis is hugely behind this and you know obviously really helps if you can get a senior stakeholder um supporting what what you're doing 
And uh, she, she did an interview with Campaign magazine earlier in the year, and she talked about how she felt it was in their staff or partners, as they're called it, John Lewis, in their, in their personal interest to become brand ambassadors and to help grow the company. And, you know, their partners have really got on board with this. And she talked about the pilot we did before Christmas, uh, where we initially rolled it out to about five or six, six um, stores with about 100 or so people. And um, this generated over 9 million impressions in the first three months. And she was, you know, she thought it was absolutely fantastic. And they, they then immediately commissioned us for a further 12 months and are now rolling it out, out across all 50 stores. So it's been a huge success for them. And it's, it's, it's something that um, we're finding with the other clients we're working with and talking to works in the same way as that, you know, you, you, you get your employees um, engaged and seen as part of what the business is trying to do and then make it easy for them to do it and then give them feedback, progress and recognition for doing it. It really, it really drives results. Actually, incidentally, one of the things that they really love at John Lewis is, is the gamification. And because um, the, there's a leaderboard, but it's not just a personal leaderboard. You can have inter-store leaderboards so they can see, they can get the stores competing against each other, which they, they really love there. And, you know, it's a bit of fun, but it, it really um, generates a bit of excitement between the stores. Fantastic. I mean, that, you know, that sounds like a great example of, um, um, you know, every, everything working together and, and, and sort of really helping them with their really helping with their brand. I mean, obviously, this is a, you know, a really dynamic, a really interesting, a really interesting space um, that's sort of, you know, most most definitely growing. What, you know, what, what's what's next for um, employee advocacy? What, you know, how are you sort of viewing the future? What how, how is this going to sort of develop over over time? Well, I think it's really exciting times for us, and I think the whole sector in general. It's, it's there are more and more businesses coming and talking to us now. And we're working across a whole range of sectors, not just retail, but travel, you know, B two B businesses, professional services, financial services, and so on. And it, you know, extending into others such as you know automotive, fashion, and things like that. So there's a lot of lot of different types of businesses who are really seeing the value in in their employees becoming a greater part of the business. And, you know, this is what's happened in, in the wider world generally in social media. And it's, it's just, it's the logical and, and it's the, the, the right next step for social media and employees to become more involved, you know, in, in their businesses and supporting their businesses. And, you know, with the other side of it on, on the recruitment side, you know, we've seen a significant growth in companies talking about generating more referrals from their employees. Obviously referrals is a key, key um, element for people and how they can, move this out into the social social space which is again where employee advocacy uh, that we're doing can really work and i think you know as i said earlier what we've been told clients you know the decline in the effectiveness of, of traditional advertising is not getting the roi or they're having to spend more to get the same roi um you know there's wider concerns about um disclosure and transparency in the kind of traditional influencer style of marketing um, you know, in the general wider world, the, the idea of kind of fake news and, and people's need to trust, you know, the messages they're receiving and, and talking more to friends and, and followers and colleagues and so on. So these kind of things are, are underlying this, this, this trend to, um, you know, which is ultimately all about, all about trust and, uh, and, a, and a more personal connection with people. And, you know, it's really coming from the people we're talking to. This is what is supporting their need for businesses to adopt employee advocacy um, as, as a you know as an effective means of of recruitment and growing employer brand. So, 
we genuinely believe, and this is definitely the situation we're getting with feedback we're getting from people, that the time for employee advocacy is, is right now. Andrew, thank you very much for talking to me. Brilliant. Thank you, Matt. Pleasure. My thanks to Andrew Seal. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. Thank you.